Welcome back to the second semester at the University of Kansas, and that means the second semester for Wave the Wheat. We have a twofer for the very first episode of the semester. We have Carter McKinnon and Ty Domenico. These are two goons that have been asking to be on this show for a little while now, but we finally are going to do it for the first semester. First show of the semester, I can't talk. So, guys, how are we doing? Introduce yourselves. What's up, guys? Uh, it's Carter here. Thank you, Jackson, for having us on the, the podcast today. Excited to be on here. Uh, like Jackson said, very eager to get on this. What's going on, guys? Tiny Domenico. Uh, guess uh, Jackson didn't have anyone important to uh, interview today, so he just chose us. Um, yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. All right, so explain your background with the kids. Or do we want to start with Carter McKinnon? Yeah, so um, I uh, kind of just started with Kansas this semester. Um, I've been working with the men's basketball team now, and uh, I've just been doing stuff like that. Uh, Ty, you? No, 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 run it back. What happened What, what happened <laughs> last semester? Uh, last semester was a, a, a short stint with the UDK. Um, I didn't... Uh, Produced the most high quality of articles, let's put it that way. But we're looking to. We're looking what to sport get, did you write, Carter? I wrote for women's tennis. And how many words was your first article for uh, the tennis? Oh team? no, first one was like three hundred. I had a, I actually banged out a nice, good tennis article. And then the second one, they <laughs> played like four different tournaments one day, and so it's kind of hard to put words and find results and this kids stuff. Kids just making excuses, folks. A little bit. Um. Uh, yeah. How long was the article? About I think it was one hundred fifty words. Not too bad. Not bad. All right, Ty, what do you do for the UDK? I am a UDK staff writer. I've been covering the women's soccer team, been doing a little bit of men's basketball, women's basketball mostly, and then uh, dabbling into the uh, men's basketball team as well. I also write for uh, the hockey team. Uh, got a big game coming up, Border Showdown. Make sure you guys are there. So uh, March yeah. 4th. March got 4th. rescheduled. There we go. All right, so Carter... You came from Washington, D.C., which is, what did you say, 17 hours from campus? Yeah. What, what made you want to come to Kansas? I feel like I ask this question to all the out-of-staters, but it's always a good one because you get a different answer every time. Oh, no, it's a great question because um, KU is honestly a really unique school. Um, so many just different traditions here and stuff like that, especially all kind of rounded around the basketball team. Um, and I really saw that. I saw Allen Fieldhouse watching it growing up, watching it on TV every week. And it was just something I knew I wanted to be a part of. And so when I was looking at schools, I was looking at journalism programs. I knew that's what I was really passionate about. And I saw KU, saw all the everything here. And then as soon as I got to campus, everything just clicked. And I was like, this is the place I need to be. All right, Ty, what about you? So I've been going to a summer camp for about 11 years now. And I had a counselor. He's been my mentor forever. Um, and he is a Jayhawk alum. And one summer after he was my counselor, he took me uh, in his truck out to Lawrence uh, to tour it, and I absolutely fell in love. I was like, you just – people say that when you walk a college campus and there's just this feeling, KU definitely had that feeling mixed with the basketball team, the journalism school, all the opportunities that you get to immerse yourself in here. It was just all just the perfect match, and now I get to call this place home. That's that's pretty sick right there. So, all right, first topic of discussion, first real question. Basketball team, is this the year? You know what? I have no idea. I have no idea. We're so deep. Remy Martin, Ochai Abaji, Jalen Wilson. Remy Martin, like, Pac-12 leading scorer, Remy Martin, that does oh so many goodness. different things other than score the ball. Carter was telling me this last night. He was... We have six guys 
on our basketball team right now that can have a career night at any point of the Abs- season. Oh, yeah, absolutely we do. But, yeah, I have no idea. I think uh, down low we have to get a little better uh, rebounding. I don't know. But we'll be optimistic. We're all Jayhawks here. We'll be optimistic. So And so tonight we play Texas Tech on the night we, that we filmed this. This will be posted on Friday the – I don't know. But it's, we're, we're filming it on Monday. We play Texas Tech. What are your thoughts for that game? Scared. Like that game? Really scared. Obviously, uh, tough defeat in Lubbock uh, about a week ago. but A week ago? Two weeks ago. Whatever. But we're optimistic about it. Yeah. I don't know. I feels like, it feels like it was so long ago. I don't know. January. Because it was winter break. January Maybe 7th? that's why. 7th? Something like that. 8th? Yeah, somewhere there. Yeah, so uh, whatever. Sorry, um, off track. Anyway. Yeah, obviously, tech's loaded. We're loaded. 13 versus 5. I mean, it should be a great game, obviously, but obviously I'm a Jayhawk, so I'll go the Jayhawks tonight. I mean, I feel like we're playing in Allen Fieldhouse, uh, hardest hardest place to play in the country. Uh, Mark Adams is a terrific coach for Texas Tech. Um, I definitely think this is the hardest the hardest game he's ever played in or coached in. Um, I mean, obviously Chris Beard left a void for him to fill, but he's done a great job in his first season there, so... Uh, I'm going to go with the Jayhawks here. I feel like we are, we're too talented to lose at home. Um, so that's my pick there. And so, I mean, another team that we, we've we been talking about it, you know, within our friend group and whatnot, team that's really loading up on talent is this Kansas football team too. Like what – because, I mean, if you just scroll on Twitter, you see Kansas sign another transfer, another transfer, another transfer. And we're getting them from big-time schools. We're getting them from an Ohio State, a UCF, Minnesota. a Michigan State, a Kai Thomas from Minnesota. Nebraska, yeah. I mean, Lance Leopold has been all over the Midwest and even a little bit all over the country signing these guys and, you know, trying to get people to buy into this culture. What are your thoughts for – as we move forward, I know football season is a ways away as we sit here in late January, but what, what are your thoughts going into the next, like, as it sits right now with the, the way that this team looks? Um, I'm extremely optimistic. I'm more optimistic than most out there. Um, sure, Kansas football last 10 years before the Orange Bowl, not pretty. No. Lance Leipold, he, he did it at Buffalo. He did it at Wisconsin Whitewater. He is a program builder. And you can see after the what, those last six games of the year, how much we improved in just that one season. And now, like Jackson was saying, all of these new guys coming in that have experience at some of these top programs in the country coming in, I am just so optimistic for this next season. I mean, I think Travis Goff knew what he was doing hiring Lance Leipold. His success at Whitewater, his success at Buffalo, bringing uh, his staff from those schools and being able to get all these huge transfers for KU football it's huge um it's just been an amazing job so far and we'll see where it takes us I mean there's so many there's so much unknown now that Oklahoma's leaving and Texas is leaving I mean not I mean next year will be their last year in the conference but there's so much unknown I mean I know Baylor's done great things with their football programs this year and they're on a roll and I mean teams like Kansas State are getting a little bit better Oklahoma State had a great year this year too so I mean the Big 12, it's not, a, I mean, it's not as wide open as some conferences like the Big 10 where you really never know who's going to win it. But I definitely feel like Kansas is going to be maybe up toward the middle of a conference this year instead of, you know, in the basement like they always are. Is that, is that crazy to say? I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say it's crazy to say. Um, you just have to look at some of the other teams in the Big 12. Um, I mean, Gary Patterson's era at TCU is done. Uh, so you just have to, like, evaluate where everybody is. Um, 
and I guess Lincoln Riley's gone from Oklahoma. So there's a lot of coaches leaving and a lot of opportunity to be made. So it's just whether we put our foot forward. I mean, obviously, as Jayhawks, before football season, we always have to be optimistic. The Big 12, I think, is one of the best conferences in college football. It always has been. Um, the J- uh, I don't know. It's KU football, Carter. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it's KU so, football. But, but in that sense, it's, I, I get, you say it's KU football. We had two we wins never, this year. But we we have, had two yeah. wins this year. All they have to do is get three, and you keep building this. Lance, that's who Lance Leipold is. He keeps building it year after year. Say, we've, never se- we've never really had a coach that's recruited and had, pe- had players buy into the program like Lance has. And they are. Ask any player on this football team. They believe yep, in this team. They do. There's, that's the reason why we're getting Ohio State transfers. Yeah. Like kids that could have been playing in the college football playoff are coming to Kansas because they're believing that much in our program. Right. I'm telling you right now, I mean, and it's not like a hot take or anything, but we're going to beat Tennessee Tech. And pe- even people going into the South Dakota game, they're like, could we really lose this game? Like, is there a chance that we're not going to win this game? I we say, were I very say, close. We, yeah. we almost did. We almost, almost did lose did. the game. I really don't think that there's a chance that we're going to lose to Tennessee Tech. And, I mean, like, there's some, uh, there are some conference games this year that I think we could win. I think we Texas. could beat – well, yeah. I mean, we all. I feel like we have their number. I feel like we could beat West Virginia this year. I feel like there are some, maybe some lingering teams in the conference that if we catch them on a bad week, we can beat them. I mean, I mean, and also if you think about it this way, say say it might not be this year for the Jayhawks. We are still so young. Yeah, absolutely. So young. We have a freshman Lawrence Arnold, freshman Devin Neal, what redshirt sophomore, sophomore Jalen Daniels. Yeah, yeah. like. We have so much young talent on our team. And most of these transfers coming in aren't like their last year of eligibility. Some have two, some have three years, some even have four years of eligibility left to develop under Lance and this team. The biggest thing for Kansas is once we get good is really just keeping Lance Leipold. It's really really just how far it gets. Like he's built his way from a D3 powerhouse – to creating a Mac powerhouse, and now he's getting into the Big 12. I mean, who knows what he can do now? Literally. Who knows? We were literally – Lillian Hennick and I were talking, and Lillian Hennick's name has been mentioned on this podcast many times. She was like, would you take would you take Coach O at Kansas? And I was like, I kind of like Lance right now. I really like, I kind of like Lance. what we have. Like, obviously, Coach O, like, hearing the rock chalk in that voice would oh kind of be electric. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, music to my ears. <laughs> but, I mean, but, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of rocking with Lance right now. Like, I really like what he's doing, and I believe in the football team. And if he gets all these big-name transfers after seven months in the, in the program, who knows what he can do? And that was a two-win. That was a two-win team, two and those were team. kids that, that he didn't even recruit. Like, when he has his kids coming in next year. Yep. His transfers, and you have your quarterback, you have your running back, a little receiver and line help here. You have a pretty, pretty good offense. And this is also we're not we can't you know gloss over the fact that this is a team that almost beat Oklahoma. This is a team that beat Texas, beat Texas in Austin. There have been games where they've looked really bad, like Oklahoma State. Oh, that was brutal. Iowa State. That, first, that was that also was brutal. probably worst first quarter of football I've ever watched. It was twenty eight to nothing after seven nothing minutes. After, yeah, literally. it was. It was. It was insane. Speaking of football and insaneness. Oh, my goodness. The Chiefs game last night. How about that? We all were, like, considering it going, but we were like, nah, we're not really going to go. And then we rolled out around the time. We're like, all right, we got to figure out if we're going to get tickets or not. And Ty's like, oh, I already bought a ticket. And we're like, 
Why don't we just buy tickets? And so it was um, three of us, and then Blake Sevenbergen, who's a friend of the show, been on the podcast. Spencer Krellitz, also a friend of the show, just not hasn't been on yet. But we all went, and that was bar the none. greatest sporting event I have ever attended. Exactly. Or seen. Honestly. Honestly. Or seen. It was amazing. It truly was amazing. I could have... I could have watched that game for forever. And, I mean, we were, all, like, all, as far up as it goes, Didn't I still matter. felt like... Didn't matter. No, Didn't yeah. Matter. I still felt like I could have watched that game forever. Oh and so now everybody's talking and posing the question, should the NFL adapt the college overtime rules? What are you, where do you guys stand on that? I mean, I think they should, but is Roger really going to do it? I, I really don't think he will. Um, but that would be... The, the score of these NFL games, yesterday's game would have probably been 65 to high 50s. But I just I, – I think they should do it, but is Roger going to do it? No way. Uh, the thing – yeah, just kind of like going along with that. The thing you really got to look at is like how much they care about their records and like, like season awards and stuff like that. And also going into like player bonuses and stuff. Like could – People could get six touchdown games if they get lucky enough and go to a fifth overtime, a sixth overtime. I get it. Sometimes that college level, like what? That Texas A&M um, LSU, LSU, LSU game, nine overtime. Seven, I think it was seven. Um, like that was probably one of the longest games in history. So sure, you might not get that seven overtimes. But when you have such talented quarterbacks play, like it's going to happen. And so that's what I'm just nervous about is like awards and stuff. I'm also nervous about fantasy football. It would literally break fantasy football yeah, if you get a team in overtime. No, it would. No, it kind of would. Yeah, and we were talking. If, if you got Patrick Mahomes in an overtime game, he would maybe score seventy points. And if it, absolutely, they would break every fantasy record if if, it, if you got caught in one of those situations. But Sam Lance and I were talking about this this morning. What if they moved it back to the fifty and played college rules? That's not a half bad idea. I think that's what they would do if they if, if they implemented, if they that, implemented system, that rule. I think that's what they would do. It would be something like that, or like four to score from the twenty. Yeah, just something like that. Um, but then also, like, what do you do about like? Because like I know in college, pass interference is like a fifteen yard penalty and stuff like that. Like when you have like the spot foul and stuff like that, like it just doesn't relate to college like the overtime rules do. Yeah. I you know it's something to ponder. It's something that you know, like literally part of the interruption is discussing this as we're looking at it right now. I mean, I I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm trying to go back to Kansas basketball just for a little bit. What game is the most important for Kansas for the rest of the year tonight? If tonight. we lose to Texas Tech twice, there is. A slim chance we win the Big 12, I believe. I, you know, I personally would argue the Baylor game there. If we can find a way, like in 2020, or like the team with, you know, Devon, Azabuke, Marcus Garrett, if we can find a way to win that game, I think that would almost seal the Big 12 unless, you know, the sky falls or something. Right. But that's got to be one you have to look at. Baylor here at the Fieldhouse would also be one. That's a win. For for me, like for me, it would be that game. The Baylor at home. Um, I mean, what Baylor's number four in the country right now. Mm-hmm. In the Big Twelve, like Tyler was saying, you have to win at home. You have to win as it's many. The hardest league in college. It's, basketball. it's the hardest league in college basketball. So you know, every single time you go on the road, 
it is a quad one win. We were talking about that. We every were talking about every, every single one. team in the Big 12 right now on the road is a quad one win. And if you don't know what a quad one win is, it's a top 75 team on the road, top 20 or top 50, 50. neutral site, and then top 25 at home. So a quad one win is how they determine like seedings and stuff like that. So every single Big 12 road game is a quad one win. That's why I'm saying it, it means so much to win at home in this league. Because if you can get, what, nine, nine free wins at home, and then you go into the Big 12 season, you can lose those three games. It's really important to winning it. I mean, that's why Kansas is a blue blood, right? Yeah, completely. Because we, we can win at home. Win at home. Yeah. Right. That's how we've won this conference. What? Self has 15 conference titles and 15 losses at home. That's insane. That is when you when you hear it come out of somebody's mouth. Greatness. It sounds. It, sounds, greatness. it sounds. It sounds even more. Greatness. Even more insane. I. You know, Baylor would be is going to be is going to be a big one. I mean, Texas is having their struggles this year, but they're like. I mean, outside of Oklahoma State, who obviously has the postseason ban right now, yep. you could literally anyone make it, can win any game in the Big Twelve. That and you can make an argument that every single team in the Big Twelve should make the tournament. Yeah. They should. I, I think they legitimately should. I, I don't really think there's a team that's like – I mean, last year, for instance, Iowa State, we were like, okay, that's literally a free I mean, what, win. They had two, two wins They were 2-24 and 24 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like, I mean, you could make a legit argument that every single team in the Big 12, obviously, other than Oklahoma State, can make the tournament this year. I mean – Can and maybe should. I mean, after – yeah, I completely I agree with that. they will. I really uh, do think they After will. looking at, like, bracket projections, I want to say yesterday or two days ago – Every single team was in the tournament at yeah. that moment. I don't know, based on losses and stuff like that. But the Big 12 is just also such a gauntlet of a league this year. You, it makes you think back to past years with like the Big 10 being that strong. Is this, is this bad for teams, in a sense, having to go through this hard of a season right before you get to March? I, is it bad for teams? I think it's very good for teams. I think it's I – mean, I mean, you're just getting all these – I mean, obviously, every Big 12 stadium is – a zoo, yeah. and March, obviously, is going to be a zoo. I think it's preparing these teams perfectly for the big dance. I think, not all, uh, speaking of tournaments, I think the Big 12 tournament is going to be the, the best one to watch. Because wow. li- literally, wow. literally the, the, the 10 seed can beat the 1 seed. Completely. If that's how that yeah. works. Yeah, they play, is it 1, 10? Well, that that works. So. Whatever, either, either way, the 10 seed could literally beat the 1 seed. So, like, also about the Big 12 is we, we do only have 12 teams. So we don't have... Like a a bigger conference than other like we we have, like the Big Ten yeah. carries sixteen teams yeah the so SEC like yeah. that's what I'm 16. saying like you can have more teams that fall off and that can guess you can say why the Big Twelve is that's why they're better but I don't see that I just think we just have to have way better basketball talent yeah I mean and we've been ta- we've talked about this because the Big Twelve is it doesn't have the strength in numbers per se like numbers in air quotes because they don't they only have the twelve but. I mean, the SEC carries 16, and then the bottom six fall off. And, I mean, but I would take the top five teams in the Big 12 over the top – over any other conference, for sure. The only sure. one you can argue is the SEC. Yeah. That's the only argument there. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Big 10 has had good teams this year. Michigan State looks really good. Wisconsin looks really good. At but even, you, but in that, in, even in that same case, who are Michigan State's losses? Kansas and Baylor? Right. Like – you're right. Yeah. I forgot about like, that. Think about that. That's so that that just proves that's the number one team in the Big Ten, Big Ten right now, and their it, two yeah, losses two are to Big, Big, Big Twelve teams. teams. That's yeah. That is in yeah. That's insane. Yep. So, 
if you had to throw out a play, speaking of the Big 12, because I do love talking about the Big 12, because it's just it's so stacked top to bottom, and it's it's really a privilege to get to play in a conference like this. If you had to throw out a Big 12 Player of the Year, hypothetically, who would you pick and give me like a reason why? Big 12 Player of the Year. I mean, I feel like we're going to be unanimous on this decision. It's like Ochai. based on who how he's been playing. It's like, Ochai. It has to be. I mean, you got a player that's obviously in the running for national player, player of the year. year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think anyone else has, in the Big 12 can Has been that game-changing. No. He, they, I mean, what? Like, outside of Nigel Pack scoring 35, 35 on us? That was like, insane. That was – I mean, death taxes and you're going to shoot the ball well against Kansas. <laughs> like, it's insane. I, I expect Texas Tech tonight to come out and start the game like 10 for 15 and just, like, not miss a shot. Yeah. But I, not, that game was insane, too. I mean, the comeback – Wild. We were – we were literally on the ropes. Like, we thought, like, I mean, down 16 and a half. I was cool as a cucumber the whole game. Just Down just 16 and a half, you were? Yes. Explain. I had faith. Yes, you can ask you Chad Cushing. My you I had faith, yeah. I, you had faith. I was just like, I, insane things happen in college basketball. That was a sick voice crack, by the way. Insane things happen in college basketball. College basketball is a game of runs. All of basketball is a game of runs. If you think so, about it that way. Everybody ever. Yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> no. Like, Carter McKinnon breaks news. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But no, it, it, it is what it is. I know. When when a team shoots 64 percent in the first half, yeah. you're gonna see a fall off. And just basically, ba- I just looked at six and a half time, and I was like, it's it's gotta happen. There's a run coming. Yeah. Breaking news, literally just as I'm looking right now. Dick Vitale away from ESPN for the rest of the season. Oh. Dang, that's sad. I love Dickie V. Yeah, he's, he's I, not doing How can you hard. not? He's, I really wish he would have came here for KU Kentucky. That would yeah. be something. We do have Dan Schulman and Jay Billis. I do not like Jay Billis. No, I love not Jay Billis. Carter, yeah, explain your fandom for Jay Billis for those that don't know. I don't know, man. I just grew up on that dude. College game day all the time. Uh, love Jay Billis, one of my favorite analysis, commentator, whatever you even call him at he's this such point. A, he's, I mean, he's, obvious, he's great for the game. He's really smart. Um, he's a good author as well. Uh, he has a book called Toughness. Me and Carter both yep. read it. Um, yeah, you should check it out. But J.B. Willis, awesome guy. He's going to be here in Lawrence. Is he here Can't tonight? Wait to see him. No, no he'll be here for so. game day. Who is so. here tonight? Bob, maybe with shoes in tonight? I don't know. Bob, I don't know. Holly Rowe maybe I, tonight? Uh, no, she's here for game day. Oh, man. Just spend the whole week in Lawrence, Holly yes, Rowe. Awesome. How about it? All right. Hey, J.B. Billis, Holly Rowe, if you're – Listening to this podcast Somehow. and want to get lunch? Stop by, stop by. Stop we will by. always take you out. Right. Hey. <laughs> well, I'll pay. I, I would. <laughs> the claims on me. <laughs> Mrs. E's on me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we end the wave the wheat in a the same fashion every single time. Carter, you've been about every sport venue in the country. It feels like, but what's one college venue that you have not been to yet that's on the top of your list? And then one professional venue that you have not been to that's also on top of your list. Okay. Um, so starting college-wise, um, I, I really, really do want to get to the big house. I've never been to Michigan. Um, that's, that's my big college one. I, they always pack it. It's a really cool place to watch a game. Biggest stadium in the world. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a classic stadium. That's my biggest college one. Professionally... Um, 
I've never been to Lambeau. Lambeau is just one of the most historic historic stadiums. It's kind of one you got to say uh, just as a fan. It's been it's one of the oldest stadiums in the NFL, if not the oldest. So yeah, it's, it's just there. it's it's a stadium you got to get to. That's a, those are two good answers. And wait, I'm totally just blanking. Would you, oh, you said that's the first Big Ten football answer I've gotten. I've gotten I was, a million SEC answers. Carter took my college football. I'll give you a college basketball one. I think you guys know what I'm going to say. It's Cameron Indoor Stadium. Yep, Cameron, yep. It's 3,000 seats. It's everyone packed in. It's the Cameron Crazies. What's there not to love about Cameron Indoor? Um, professionally, I've never been to Boston. I've never been to Fenway Park. Supposedly, Fenway it duels over? with Wrigley Field, where I've been to maybe 100-plus times. It duels with Wrigley I've, ne- I've I haven't. Fenway's awesome. I mean, I've Fenway's heard so many awesome. people say Fenway's better. I just I want to see Fenway. It's it's charming. It's the Green Monster. I just want to go so Man, bad. I that's a very Chad Cushing answer of you. But it's true though. But man, Fenway or the Garden? The I Garden's just that's what I'm so, saying though. It's, it's gotta be classic, the old, no, it's gotta be the old garden. It can't be the new garden. I guess you <coughs> Talking about Excuse Boston me. or MSG? Boston. Boston. Madison Square oh. Garden's got to be up there, too, though. I've been to MSG, though. That, I have been, too. It's, it's, it's awesome. What'd you go for? Uh, college hockey. Nice. Frozen Four? No, it wasn't the Frozen Four. It was... Uh, Aren't you going to the Garden Big this year, Ten anyway? tournament, I think. Uh, I'm going to TD Garden in Boston. That's the Garden. That's the Garden. The Garden. The Garden. Say it that way. It's the Garden. <laughs> Gus Bela would love that answer. Yes. All right. All right. I'm just adding this on because I'm thinking off the top of my head. One, two, like, you got to pick two teams to play each other in a venue. What are you picking and why? For college or professional? Both. Why not? Okay. We All have right. time. Both. All right. Um, two teams in a venue. Uh, I mean, does not really get much better than this weekend. We kind of got a dream scenario there. KU Kentucky at two, the house. Two of your most known blue bloods. Two most winningest, at, winningest programs of all time. At the Cathedral of College Basketball, as Jay Billis put it. it the St. Andrews of College Basketball. It does not get better than that. I mean, I was literally going to say that, but I'll just interchange it with <laughs> the Blue Devils. I mean, Duke at Allen Fieldhouse. Coach K wouldn't be able to hear himself talk. I mean, I just, I would just want to see that so bad. Or even if you flip it the other way and put Kansas at Cameron, exactly. Like, any, any of those four blue bloods, I'm including North Carolina into this. Sure, the Hubert Davis era they, has not got off the best start, they but they're not very good this year. They still are a blue blood. Yeah. Um, any of those four play anywhere, it's must see television yeah. every time they play. Yeah. No matter the records, no matter anything, they're yeah. always going to compete. Exactly. I'm not really a particularly a fan of either of these two teams, but I would still love to go see Ohio State Michigan at the Big House. Yeah, I would. Love I, mean, to, I, I would. Say, I would love. I would love to no. get to the Big House for Ohio State Michigan. That'd be a good one. Oh, man. I mean, you always got to look at the Iron Bowl. I've been for, to an Iron Bowl, so you got to look at which the Iron one? Bowl. Where was it at? Uh, Denny or in I would want to go to a Jordan Hare one. Jordan I would want Jordan, 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 Jordan Iron Bowl. Toilet awesome. paper, the trees. Yes. that would be that would be tough. Yes, ah, man. For professional, some, just something about it would just made me like, like an old timey, like a Tiger versus Phil on just like a sick course for eighteen holes. Like you just walk How about with them. Augusta, the Tiger versus Phil on eight, just, for eighteen oh, holes. That'd be so just sick. Walk with oh them. That'd God. be unreal. Literally, like you know, or like a, I mean, I don't know, like. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, an old-time, like, like a golf thing like that. Just be, just be able to be there on the course and be with them. I'm going to throw an oddball at you. Okay. It's, it's not teams because it's not a team sport. I would love to get to Monaco for the F1 Grand Prix there. Monaco is such okay. a cool, I, it's, it's a, a curveball. It's a curveball, curve but I've never. It's, I don't know anything. about It's racing. such a cool track. It's right along the water. Everybody's out there on yachts. It's just a really cool scene. Monaco itself, tiny, tiny place. So, it, and they just run through the just normal street roads of the city. It's just a really cool race to see. I, that's that's a that that was that was definitely odd. I also, I you know. I, there's something about like like a nice like a nice World Series game, and yeah. like a, like a like a Yankee Stadium yep. or something. Yankees, or, Red Sox. The, like I mean, that, the Cubs yeah. are never going to make it there, but Wrigley. I'm going to the Garden. I'm going Magic versus Bird to watch that game live. Way back, in the way back in the day, the old oh Garden with no goodness, heat, that yeah, would be or no AC. I mean, an absolute that would be, electric factory. Okay, now 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 I gotta go back. You gotta pick any game in time. Any game in time that I wanted to be at. Man, Babe Ruth oh. called shot. That's a good one. To see if he that's actually. That's a really that's a, shot. a that's a really good one. At Think my of, home track, that would be at your home track, Wrigley. I guess because they yes. haven't changed the stadium at all. Nope. It feels like. I just wanna I just wanna know if he actually called it. No, that's that's a moment that like no one. It's just like one of those like no one's ever gonna know. Yeah. yeah. I. Hard Man, question. dude, I know. We're, like, really getting that into this. That is a hard I'm question. adding this to the end of Way of the Week now. Yeah, any yeah. game, any game. What? Man, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, think of a college one, unless you have one. I mean, college basketball-wise. Leitner. The I hate no, Christian Leitner. Number, number one, he should have been thrown out of that game. Yeah. And number two, he hit the – he hit the – like – that game was once again Duke two and, blue bloods. Yeah, Duke, Kentucky. Anytime they meet, and my dad was fortunate to be at, fortunate enough to be at that game. So, I guess a part of me was at the game, but yeah, I. How about Arrowhead Stadium yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> like I go, we're talking about these. Give me mm, Chris Jenkins game winner. Would have loved to have been at that one that where they, awesome. where UNC got knocked off. I mean. Bobby Orr's goal yeah, to win the cup back in the day, that would be a good one. I'm just, I mean, Miracle I've always been really bit. Miracle, oh, on, that Miracle on Ice. Wow, that's that a good a one. That's a oh, my one. goodness. I was going to say, I, I'm really old-timey, and I like baseball history, so I mean, Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier would be a good one. That would be great. I, man, Miracle so on Ice answers. is going to be tough to beat. There's so many There's so many different answers. There's so many answers. Jordan yeah. Hare, uh, kick, kick six. six. Kick oh six my being goodness. good to be at that one. Yeah, we can go back to the Rams Super Bowl. Oh my God! Which one? The thirteen to three one against the oh <laughs> greatest. Hey, <laughs> how about, how about the 20, 2018 the Masters? Tiger twenty nineteen coming Masters. back. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Sorry, my dad was there. That was oh my insane. Oh my God, dude! Or the the all day U.S. Open Tiger oh, Rocco two thousand eight Tory Pines. Tory, man, oh, hey, we have we have God. gone we've covered all of our bases in sports yeah, history. Yeah. If you like, <laughs> this episode. But that's about all the time we have for this episode of Wave the Wheat. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thank you very much. I'll throw Carter's Instagram in the Spotify description. Throw Ty's Instagram in there. Um, when they post articles, go read them. When everybody posts articles, go read them. UDK, write there's it a up. great yep. There's a great article that just came out that Andrew Lynn wrote about the, um, the K-State game. It was a good one. He was there. 
Um, I'm sure there's going to be good coverage. I don't even know who's covering the game tonight, but I'm live tweeting it, so I don't know. But there'll be good recaps of Texas Tech-Kansas game, the Kentucky-Kansas game. Make sure you go to kansas.com slash sports to get all your coverage on that. Um, that's all we have the time for, like I said, and, uh, and as always, take care.